Which Bulldogs are banged up? Let's get the story now with the injury report presented by Celsius Essential Energy. Live fit. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you. Thanks so much for joining us. It'll be the Dogs and Gators coming up tomorrow. 3.30 kickoff on the station that you are listening to. And uh, we'll jump to the phones in just a second. We touched on the, uh, you know, what we do know, what's going out there as far as some of the uh, the injuries. I guess the big ones, obviously, with Brock Bowers being out, and hopefully right. he has a speedy, speedy recovery after having the uh, the tightrope surgery on his ankle. Uh, there's Amarius Mims and Xavier Truss on the offensive line. We'll see with Kendall Milton and uh, you know the the dogs uh, though have had uh, the extra week to get ready. I know Florida has as well, so the the off week doesn't favor either team as far as that goes. But still, hopefully, Georgia's had a chance to kind of get things refreshed a little bit. It used to not be that way. Oh, I know. We didn't get an off week. Yeah, which, which which was ridiculous. Or yes, that's just how it was. But. Um, and when Spurrier took over, you know, that was one of the things he changed yeah. was giving them the off week before yeah. the Georgia game, and it took oh, took Georgia Spurrier a long hate, time. Steve Spurrier hates Georgia just as much as Kirby. You hates got that Florida. right. Yes, indeed. Yes, I'm indeed. not sure. If, I'm not sure Napier has 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 learned to hate Georgia yet. <laughs> I mean, I know he's been gotten beat, but. Um, I'm pretty sure, though, Dax, where uh, wherever he goes in that state for speaking engagements, maybe Florida oh, yeah. State's first, but he hears about Georgia also. That's right. So yeah, it's uh, um, what it is the big the big the big rivalry, the big series, the cocktail party, whatever you want to uh, want to call it. But that's how things are right now, and Georgia has dominated the series as of late. But as we know, the series goes in. Uh, uh, peaks and valleys for each team, but hopefully this peak that Georgia's on will last a long time, and you got to feel like it feels good with where Georgia is right now and the the coaching staff and and everything that's in place. Yeah, everything's everything to be successful is in place. Um, it's just about execution. It's about knowing your responsibility. Uh, you know, uh, on the field, it's about communicating on the field. You know, it's 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 listening to the coaches. Make the make the adjustments, you know, during the play or, or before the play. Um, certainly at timeouts. I mean, you know, the the level of concentration that and focus that's required to be as successful as Georgia has been is 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 epic. I mean, really. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing um, that it's that it's been able to stay at that level um, as long as it has, but. You know, there's. There, I've always looked at the Florida game in, in the years that we struggled. I always looked at it kind of like a, and I know this is a silly, silly analogy, but you know when you, you when you were little and you went to the haunted house, yeah, and 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 your friends went in, and you were the next group or the, maybe the, the the third or fourth yeah. group back, and they went in and they came out on the other side and they were scared to death, <laughs> and they were telling you. Watch out for this person, or watch out <laughs> yeah. for this thing. He's yeah. going to jump out and grab you. Well, it, the Florida game always felt like if something bad happened, we just we just folded, you know. Yeah. And, and 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 Florida, you know, there were so many games where you know Terrence drops a pass, and in, in, in I forget what year that was, but I, I think we're past that now. I think we're 
we're prepared as a, as a, as a team um, to not let things, to keep our composure and not let things um, get to us like maybe they have in the past. Well, the, the we always kind of joke a little bit about the PTSD from the uh, from the '90s and the early 2000s. I think that's certainly not what it was as Georgia has has taken over the series again. But uh, it, funky things can happen in Jacksonville. Something you mentioned a moment ago that I was going to bring up is one thing we've seen uh, over the years too in, in games where the dogs had the better team may not have won the game there was a, a missed kick the wind there right. was always something those kind of things is, that seem to kind of pop up out of nowhere right. that you got to watch out for just couldn't get it done and 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 there's going to be things that happen tomorrow that you know i mean you can't be surprised you know if 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 Vanderbilt can go up, you know, yeah. ten points on you, you can't be shocked if Florida scores a quick touchdown or you know hits a big play. I mean, Graham Mertz has, is completing seventy seventy six percent of his passes, you know, which leads the SEC and I think ranks third nationally behind Bo Nix and and JJ McCarthy yep. at, at Michigan. You know, he's coming off a, a, a come from behind win against South Carolina. So he's got some confidence, but I, I think Eddie was right. I think that they're going to, you know, dink and dunk a little bit, but um, ultimately, in the end, I think we'll have, you know, our preparation will will uh, win out. 800-849-1061, the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Dax, we're going to jump back to the phones and check in with our man Carl down in Dawson, GA, Terrell County. Carl. Thanks for joining us here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. How are you, my man? Doing good, Dave. Hope you guys are as well. Yes, sir. Happy hater, hater weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I got a couple comments and a question for you guys. Um, I wish somebody would tell Mike Griffith that <laughs> Athens has a mayor and a city council. If they got economic problems, it's not the university's fault. <laughs> Um, everybody knows that the Gators would love to pee in our boot this weekend. But if we put that boot in the right place, it won't be possible. Ah, and, great. and I want to ask you experts, what kind of game plan can we come up with without Brock Bowers? And I'll hang up and listen. Go dolls. All right, Carl, you're a you're a damn good dog. Thank you, my man. We appreciate the call and and uh I love it. If you put the boot in the right place, they won't be. That, hopefully it. hopefully that's a hobnail boot. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh Kirby did say Dax when they was asking about, you know, who who has to do this or who has to do that to replace Bowers. And he was I, I like what he, I think what he was trying to do. Maybe it was not, but it, it was almost like he was trying to take that pressure off Oscar Delp. That he it doesn't have to be all about Oscar right. Delp. Right. If you can run the football and and create and then and create some play action, then look, Oscar Delp is perfectly capable of getting himself open or getting somewhere and sitting down, you know, yeah, at, at ten yards or twelve yards or eight yards, you know, he's physically gifted. He can he's talented enough to do that. You know, look, he hasn't gotten a lot of the passes. I mean, but Brock gets most of the looks, gets most of the the catches. 
And uh, as I've said in the past, you know, one great thing about Brock is he seems to always catch the ball on the run. And then he stiff arms somebody and he goes another 10, 12, yep. 15, 20 yards. You know, this is a chance for Oscar to, to show he can do some of the same things. You know, he, he will be a focus. Um, lucky Lawson Lucky will be a, will be a focus. I think you'll see a lot of eleven personnel with them blocking for the run, which again you, you establish that run game. Then you can then, then you can open up some things um, for the tight end. Um, and and the other receiver, we really haven't talked about. You know, if, if we can get, if we can get the run game going, and they can't, you know, and they they start looking in the backfield and start those safeties start coming up. And we can have some explosive. Everybody's talking about explosive plays. You know, Florida struggled with explosive plays. Um, I think they only have, thir- you know, thirty-three plays for twenty for for twenty yards or less. Um, you know, we've yet to take the top off with Arian Smith or someone like that. So maybe we get a chance to do that this week. You know, that's interesting what you say. One of the reasons Mertz's um, completion percentage is so high is because. They're trying to control the ball more through the passing game, which would make you think that they're not quite they're they're more wanting to control the ball as much as trying to hit the explosive plays. Kirby um, said after I believe it was the I think it was the Vandy game, which was only it feels like two hundred years ago, but he was <laughs> asked about you know ball uh, ball control or, uh, time of possession. I think it was. Let me let me look that up here. Time of possession. Georgia had the ball. Uh, basically, let's see, 14 more minutes than Vanderbilt did, you know, which is almost a full quarter of football that Georgia had the ball more. But Kirby was basically saying, that's good, but we need some explosive plays. We need to get in the end zone. We need to finish a little bit more. Right. Uh, so is that one of those things where it, it, if Florida does get a few first downs but they're not getting big plays, you can live with that Yeah. as long as they're not getting the ball in the end zone? I, I don't think they've been able to, you know, I don't think they've been able to run the ball all that well. And I think they have utilized short passes and dinks and dunks, you know, to get – to, to to get their offense going, yeah, I wouldn't, I, you know, I, I dare to say they're a pass first offense. Nobody really wants to be a pass first offense. Everybody wants to try to establish the run, um, but you know, you also have to remember, uh, you know, on defense, Austin Armstrong, you know, w- was an analyst and uh, a guy here at Georgia for several years. He's the defensive coordinator for Florida. And um, you know he's he he's certainly familiar with what what uh, what Georgia does on offense and and uh, you know he'll draw up some stuff to to uh, try to confuse Georgia, but um, you know that's that's why they play the game. It's a, it's a it's a chess match. You know, I'm not sure what's easier to do: be a defensive coordinator trying to stop an offense, or be a offensive coordinator trying to move the ball against the defense. You know, if depends if who signs you get, right? It depends if you're. Yeah, it depends on who signs you <laughs> yeah. get. We will talk about yeah, a little yeah. bit more. And, <laughs> yes, you know, if you have a Colin Stallions out there, <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, showing up, and showing up at games, sitting on the front row, then you know, so definitely helps. Definitely, well, helps, at least that's what they say anyway. But yeah, we'll take a, we'll take a break. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail no, your thought. No. 
but I just uh, the the sign sealing thing is is uh, it's crazy stuff. We do need to talk about that. All right, 800-849-1061, The phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Dave and Dax along with you on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. <laughs> How does the opposition stack up tomorrow? Let's find out with the opponent outlook. Brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley listening in. Want to give a shout out to, or excuse me, not, we're here. I want to give a yeah. shout out to our man Sam Massey listening in. And uh, he uh, just uh, texted and, and basically says he has PTSD from the, uh, the 90s and some of the 2000s. And that's why he is staying in Athens these days and, and not going to Jacksonville. And I get it, by the way. I mean, it's it, it was definitely a thing when Spurrier's there, but it's it's now shifted to the other side now that Kirby has taken over and getting his revenge back at Florida, just like Spurrier got his revenge back against the Bulldogs when he was the, uh, he was the coach. Uh, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Uh, Dax, what do you think of uh, Billy Napier? Do you uh, you think he can get the Gators back into uh, being a national name again? They're kind of close, but they're not. I mean, they're good, not great like they used to be. And some people may argue about being good. I don't know, but uh, he's trying to get them back. Um, you know, Kirby mentioned earlier. You know, he has a lot of respect for, mm-hmm. for Billy. You know, Billy's dad coached football in Georgia for years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're both coaches' sons. Um, Billy Napier spent his time, you know, coaching at, at other places to kind of get to this, the, you know, the highest level, yeah. um, you know, at Florida. You know, I think when you come in and you and you take over a program that's struggling, you know, you, you've got to – and I say this all the time, you know – when when Kirby got here, he knew he knew right away exactly how he wanted to approach things, and there was buy-in from the administration. There was buy-in from the boosters. There was buy-in from anybody and everybody that he could get to buy in, yep. and 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 believe in what he was going to do. That doesn't happen everywhere, you know. I mean, as I said earlier in the in in a you know earlier in the show, you know. Right now, Florida's doing everything they can from a recruiting standpoint, from a facility standpoint, from a from an administration standpoint, from an NIL standpoint to catch Georgia. I mean, Georgia is the standard. Yep. And you know, I, I'm you know, so you know, is Billy Napier a good football coach? Absolutely. You know, can he go out on the trail? On the recruiting trail, does he have the type of co- coaching staff that's willing to commit to those long hours and and getting kids? And you know, you're you're not only battling Georgia, you're you're you're, you're battling Alabama, you're battling Ohio State, you're you're battling every you know a, a, a group of about six or seven to eight teams for for a group of about sixty to seventy kids every year, and so you know. Is he on his way? I don't know. Like I said, tomorrow would be a huge, a huge step in the right direction for Florida. We certainly don't want that to happen. 
But um, I, I'm going to leave that that question of is he can he do it? Yeah. Is he the right man? Look, who else are you going to go hire? Yep. That's the problem with the, with college football today. Fans they 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 want a Kirby, you know. They want a Nick Saban, you know. They want a, a Ryan Day. They want somebody who can 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 get them in the CFP. And they're, it's just not, you know. You just don't snap your fingers and find the you know find a coach that can that, that's willing to commit to 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 what it really takes to to get it done. So. Billy Napier in his second season. This will be his second uh, game as the head coach. They call it the Florida-Georgia game. They say it wrong. It's the uh, Georgia-Florida game. It just sounds better. <laughs> no, it does. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even understand that. Stop speaking Spanish. doesn't even <laughs> sound right. All right, here's, uh, here's Coach Nape from earlier in the week. Obviously a really good Georgia team. We have a tremendous amount of respect for what they've accomplished, you know, the consistency in which they performed. And you know these are these are the types of games that you, as a competitor, you look forward to it. And certainly being in Jacksonville, uh, the venue, the split down the middle, uh, the history, the tradition, and certainly the level of competition. You know you get excited about the challenges and the opportunities that come with that. But uh, Georgia is a formidable opponent, and uh, they play a really good brand of football, and uh, it's going to require our best. I wanted to ask about Carson Beck. What do you what do you see out of the Georgia quarterback coach? See a uh, talented athlete and passer. You know, I think he's obviously been there a number of years. He's got really comfortable in their system. Um, I think he's got arm talent. Uh, he's very accurate, and certainly, you know, he's done a nice job making some plays with his feet. You know, so and he gets better every week. I think as he gains more experience and gets comfortable, you can see his confidence grows but uh, he's got a really good group of players around him you know they're really big tall long up front really good group of skilled players in every room so he played well you can see why he was one of the better quarterbacks in the country coming out what is that next level that next step you'd like to see your team take on saturday coach uh yeah i just i think just steadily improving you know i mean i think we've got i'd like to to see us put more of it together you know i think we Parts of our team have played at a really high level at different points throughout the year. Uh, And I think ultimately for us to continue to grow as a team and as a program, you know, we need consistency across the board, right? We can't have one position group playing at an elite level and then this one drops off. So individual players playing their best, position groups playing their best, the units uh, complementing each other. You know, and ultimately, uh, for our team to play at a really high level, we have to play uh, well in all three parts of our team. So, you know, just improvement, right, and, and consistency, I think that's the key for us. During the, the off-season, Coach, uh, when you're talking to supporters of the program, how big is this game in the off-season? How much is the Florida-Georgia game talked about from people that you interact with, Coach? I think if you're – you're the head coach at the University of Florida. I mean, there's a there's a lot of games that are important, you know, and certainly some more than others to people that have a history here, right? And I think ultimately this game, uh, there's a there's a long list at Florida, right? We, we've got a, a history with a lot of teams, but this one with the states bordering each other, obviously the history and tradition behind the game. Our fan bases have to live with each other to some degree, certain parts of each state. It's what makes college football fun. 
All right, there's Coach Nate from earlier in the week. And the uh, Dogs and Gators coming up tomorrow. Georgia, the two-touchdown favorite. We'll get to the phones on the other side. So hang on. we got to take a quick break. The phone number is 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Dave and Dax along with you till 8 o'clock. Thanks for joining us here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a Weekend Roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, we'll get to Moneyline Dax here in just a moment. <laughs> it's University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday night, presented by Bud Light. We get rid of the ATS, we just go straight to the... ML the money line but uh, we did want to jump back to the phones 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line we got John calling us from Athens John thanks so much for hanging on good Friday evening to you and thanks for joining us here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night John what do you got for us good to be with you David and Dax I just wanted to as I'm driving home listening to you guys uh, got to share a little story with Dax. I got his name etched in my brain from many, many, many moons ago. Uh, I was defensive coordinator at Cedar Shoals High School, and we traveled out to Conyers, Georgia, to play the Heritage Patriots. And we weren't playing really good. And a guy by the name of Dax Langley hit a 63-yard field goal for state record right before the half which gave us just enough thunder to go in and chew our kids out a little bit and come out and smoke <laughs> heritage. But Dax, I guess you remember that like it was yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that was uh, that was a that was a it was a pretty special night. I um, you know I put a put a lot of work into having that 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 opportunity to to uh, to you know break the record, set a new record. Um, you know, as a kicker, you never know when that opportunity is going to arise. And, um, you know, God willing, I was able to get out there and and make it. And um, an interesting story about that, and I'll say this because I know my mom's listening in Moultrie, Georgia, but my mom was actually had to leave that game to go to – to, to a rodeo to sponsor because she helped promote this rodeo that was happening that weekend and she was on the on the going down the ramp to get on I-20 and do it in reverse and came back to the stadium <laughs> bless her heart that's awesome but um yeah it was a it was a it was an amazing night and um I still need to figure out a way to break those VHSs down into CDs so I can show my kids. But they'll never believe it if you don't, right? No. <laughs> hey, John, it's great to hear from you. Thanks so yeah, John, much for calling. Thanks for, thanks for bringing back those memories, buddy. I appreciate you calling. John's a good man. I've known John, too, for a long, long time. And I uh, remember those days when uh, and, and John's been a coach. He's been in administration uh, in a lot of places uh, in the state, including in Oconee County, White County. And uh, John was one of the first people I met uh, when I started uh, as a youngster out of college working in uh, sports in high school. And uh, Jeff Heron was the coach at Cedar Shoals at, at the time. And Billy Henderson was still coaching Clark Central. And 
Coach Heron had a great staff, and and obviously Coach Henderson did too. This was some good times that I still remember. I've told Dax this before to kind of uh, piggyback what uh, John was saying about how uh, they were just, oh, you, this Dax Langley guy, oh my gosh, <laughs> 63-yard field goal. And he's like, you got to see this. And I was like, okay. I mean, Coach Heron couldn't stop talking about you. And 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 uh, Coach Heron's one of my all-time favorites. He is you know, a legend in high school football coaching Absolutely. in the state of Georgia. And uh, believe me, he knows uh, he's known who you were for a, a long, long time too. So, back in the days, I think that was Region Eight Quad A, wasn't it? Yeah, eight Quad A, eight Quad A. Back when Quad A was the the biggest classification in the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now there's like seven, I think, maybe yeah. something like that. It's uh, it's crazy stuff though. But good to hear from uh, John. Do we need to take a break, Stephen, or do we? Uh... All right, we're going to jump to the phones. 800-849-1061 and a welcome return the great T Diddy he is back Tom in Bogart great to hear from you how are you where you been I'm doing well I have to work late some nights now so I don't get a chance to oh, okay in. well we appreciate you calling tonight I said I was not going to miss this opportunity with the Gators playing next tomorrow. This is it. This has got to be a, the best one I can come up with yet. Well, so I can't wait to hear it. If you ready, I'm ready. You ready? Oh, of course. All right, here we go. All right, Gators, get ready to get down and gritty because the dogs are coming to town to run you out of your city. We're going to have no pity, no, no, no shape, form, or fashion. Are you going to win that game? Brock Bowers might be out. Brock, please get better soon. But either way, we're going to win. And in Alabama, you get to come see us play. If you buy a ticket, you ain't going to be at the Daddy Championship. Have a great and fabulous, fabulous evening. And I did have one question. Yes. Kirby Smart has has the man up. And I know Lad McConkey is, is one that's still kind of nursing a little bit of injury on his back. And we got a third man in line if, if uh, something happens to Lad that, that is pretty promising. All right, Tom, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate that. Great to hear from you. I mean, what would you say on that, Dax, as far as the, the, the receiving core and that kind of thing? And I know, uh, you know, we talk about the injury report. Uh, Lad's had the bad back, and they brought him back along slowly, and he seems like he's doing much, much better, which is great to see. But uh, even a, a Dominic Lovett, who has, I guess, the most catches on the team other than Bowers, but he's more of a uh, – I guess you look at Ra Ra and you look at uh, Rosemary Jack Saint, their yards per catch I think are probably double what Lovett does. So is Lovett that guy that we kind of look at as, as being the one who had kind of been – uh, lads, uh, you know, who had been kind of yeah. filling in for Lad. I to think an if extent. something happens to Lad, you just kind of roll with, with, with kind of what you started out the season with, and um, you know they they all have have stepped up and been able to make plays. But I think Lad's, you know, at a point. I, I hope Lad's at a point now where that back's, you know, close to a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, with spasms, you never know, you know, how they can, you know spark up and, oh yeah and um for anyone who's ever had back spasms it is not fun right at all but you know we've got we've got we've got the you know enough people out there to to 
make plays. You know, like I said, I mean, Carson Beck's, he's taken advantage of, of all the weapons he's had. I mean, he's thrown the ball to, you know, in some games, 10 or 12 different receivers. So, And here's one player that he's lost a little bit of confidence. I know he needs to get it back is Arian Smith. Yeah, I, I think Arian Smith's speed and, and, and the lack of, of opportunities to get explosive yeah. plays has maybe hurt his confidence a little bit because I know he can certainly outrun most people, you know, most defenders he's up against. Yep. But that, you know, it's it just we, we at some point we're going to open it up and, 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 you know, try some deep passes, you know, when, the, when, it's, when it's needed. Um, you just got to get – it's just, you know, certain situations allow for it and certain situations don't. Well, uh, Tom, it was great to hear from you. Thanks for checking back in. I always like to say he gives us the best ditties since John Mellencamp's Jack and Diane. So thank you very much for that, Tom. We do appreciate it. And uh, what's he always says? It may not rhyme, but at least it's on time or something like that. I think it's his, uh, his go-to there. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. We'll get back to the phones on the other side here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. What do the Bulldogs have to do to get the win tomorrow? Let's find out with the keys to the game. Brought to you by University Tire and Automotive in Athens and Danielsville. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you, and... um, we will be back at uh, the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens next Friday night. In fact, the next two Fridays, we'll be back downtown and looking forward to seeing everybody back there. We're in the studio tonight, and uh, the, the two shows next week and the following Friday, the uh, final two home games for Georgia. The season is just flying on by. All right, we will get – we, for, uh, we uh, ran out of time in the last segment for Moneyline Dax, but we will get back to that. We also get our keys of the game, but Dax, I know we want to get back to the phones because we got some folks holding on. So yeah, let's let's, uh, let's do it. 800-849-1061. We got Caleb checking in. Caleb, you're on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Where are you calling from, Caleb? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Calling from Gillsville. Gillsville. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, sir, guys. Just want to get y'all's thoughts on Mike Bobo. He seems to have found his groove a little bit. Um, just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Also, the wide receivers. Uh, we got some really good playmakers on the outside. Now that Brock's down, you know, what do you guys think we need to do to, to get those guys in the game? Um, really, uh, really thank you guys for taking the call, and uh, have a great night, guys. Thank you Bye-bye. very much, Caleb. We appreciate that. And, um we uh, we're talking a little bit about the receivers now, Caleb, um, Dax, and and, and Mike, uh, Coach Bobo are longtime great friends. Not that this would affect the answer or anything, but uh, Mike has done a. I think he's done a wonderful job this year. Yeah, Mike's Mike's taking what the you know the the other team gives him. I mean, he's certainly putting a good game plan together during the week. Um, obviously, you know, up until now, mo- a lot of that. A, a, a big part of that has 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 involved Brock Bowers, but but you know Mike's going to adapt to to the situation and and uh, you know use his experience and and um, 
you know, as a play caller to to create opportunities, to create, you know, uh, lanes, throwing lanes. What you know, it, 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 it it's it's going to start with the line. If the line can give Carson some time, then sure, Mike's going to stretch it as as far as he they'll let him. Um, do we have the receivers to to make big plays? Absolutely. We just you know. It, you know, if if we're going to get two and three and four yards running the football, you know, then then that's going to open up the passing game. So it's going to start with the run, uh, but ultimately Mike's going to look for opportunities when that when that when those safeties start creeping up and start looking in the backfield, then that's when you start to see some some more explosive tight plays. He will be uh, coaching his first game though tomorrow without Brock Bowers, and I'm not saying that's an excuse or anything, but I just I'm very curious to see if there's a couple of maybe a couple of different wrinkles that that uh, we haven't seen yet this year, and and uh, the game will tell us that. Caleb, great to hear from you. Uh, we're going back to the phones. We got our man Jefferson Dog calling from. Wait for it, Jefferson. Hey, Jefferson Dog, how are you tonight? Uh, doing great, guys. Thanks for taking my call. One. Uh, Key component that I think people are maybe not looking at is Kendall Milton. I think Milton tomorrow could submit himself as a uh, legendary player and kind of ride a lot of the maybe missed opportunities by by having a huge game and salting this thing away, you know, mid-third quarter all the way to the fourth and into this thing off. Like I said, run first, then Bobo gets the passing game going and then going back for it. So I just wanted to throw that out there, and I'll hang up and listen to you guys' uh, response there. Yeah, Jefferson, dog, great to hear from you. I like what he's thinking, too, Dax. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Kendall Milton go for, you know. 250 uh, yards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see any of our backs go for 150 yards. Yes. You know, we are pretty successful. They have given up a 280-yard uh, game this year, so why not yeah, uh, a yeah. big game? You know, Ray Davis certainly yeah. showed that you can run the football in Florida, and and uh, I, I know um, Mike's been watching a lot of that tape just to see where the cracks and crevices are and, you know, in the defense and what mistakes they're making. I mean, that's what this is all about. I mentioned it before. It's a chess game. I mean, you know, these coaches watch film to find that one or two or three little things – that they can take advantage of, and and hopefully those are scoring opportunities, and those those become scores themselves. So, um, you know, do we do we do we use the same type of attack by pulling and uh, pulling tackles and guards like Kentucky did? I don't know. I don't. I'm not yeah. you know, familiar with exactly how we're going to run the football, but we've been doing a good job of it, you know, thus far. Well, as we mentioned, uh, the young man for Kentucky did go for 280 against Florida. And for Jefferson Dog, what, what he's saying a moment ago, we've seen Kendall Milton has all the ability. It's just him just being able to stay on the field. And if he can yeah, and stay on his feet, yep, and stay on his feet, he could have a, a big game. But so could, uh, hey, if, if we have 200 yard uh, running backs tomorrow, that would be fine That'd as well. That's the lock of the year. Yeah, I would love that for sure. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, James and Winder, hang on just a second, James. We've got to take a, a quick timeout. We'll come back because uh, I want you to tell everybody what the final score is going to be. So, James, hang on. Uh, and uh, for everyone else, we appreciate the calls. And we will take a quick break here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light.
Back here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you. We're finishing up the phone calls, Dax, with the one and only James N. Winder. James, thanks for joining us. Welcome to University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night. Guys, as you well know by now, I hate Florida. <laughs> we do Every know that. fiber of my being. <laughs> I have family members who cheer for them. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I've, Sorry to hear I've that. I've had to live with their crap for so long. <laughs> it's been so satisfying since Kirby has been at Georgia that I, I've just reveled in their misery. And I'm going to tell you what, gentlemen. I will uh, uh, roughly, I don't know, starting around probably the third quarter tomorrow, I'm going to be reveling in their misery even more. (laughs) I'm going to crap talk and just rub it in and do all the things that I've been able to do these past few years because this is just a glorious time of my life, and I'm going to live it to the fullest. (laughs) I hear you, man. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you my keys to the game tomorrow before you give yours. All right. Physically whip their A double S. And that's all we got to do because <laughs> we can do it because we're the joint. 35 13. Thank you, James. I kind of felt a little something coming through the. The, yeah. uh, the the telephone line there. The man's ready. Let's take him. <laughs> let's take him down to Jacksonville. Hey, but uh, you know get we kind get him on the bus. Tell you what, uh, get, him a, get him a helmet. Some serious motivation going there on the the keys of the game. Quickly though, I mean it's kind of like what we've been talking about the whole show, right? And James was kind of saying, you know, just physical, uh, you know, out physical them, win those lines of scrimmage, run the football. Uh, you know, pass it when you want to, not when you have to, and you'll yeah. you'll be in pretty good shape. I could not agree more. I think you know, I've mentioned bully ball, yeah, physicality, um, impose your will. These are all the things that we've been, you know, these kids have been coached to do, and 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 prepped to do, and it's just another game to go out and, and do it. Um, there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, it's it's just another game, and um, I think the dogs will be ready. I think the dogs will come out with some intensity and tenacity, and um, hey, just win, baby. Yeah, just, <laughs> just get it just, done. Just whip, just, just whip them up and down yeah. the field. Um, money line Dax. We don't have a ton of those big games this this weekend. Let me throw a couple at you, and I'm not talking about the ones where it's a you know twenty point line or anything like that. But just straight up, who's going to win the Oregon Utah game at Utah? A three thirty kickoffs, I guess, uh, earlier in the afternoon for them. Oregon at Utah. Mm. Utah's got a heck of a defense. Yeah, they do. Um. I, I I think Oregon I think Oregon ends up with I think Oregon ends up winning that one. Little on, too on much Bo Nix or yeah. little too much Dan Lanning. Yeah, I think I think they're going to try to get back on track. They can't they can't stand to have another loss. Tennessee tomorrow night up in Lexington, seven o'clock kickoff. Tennessee's about a three point favorite. 
Who wins that game straight I up? I think Tennessee wins that game. I'm kind of with you on that one. I think so also. Um, does Tech, they're Ooh. about an 11-point dog. Do they have any chance of upsetting North Carolina? By the way, North Carolina uh, losing to Virginia, that, that was, was a terrible loss. Pitiful. That, which I, I, means they can't do it, it again, right? No. I, 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 think, I think North Carolina wins. I, I, I'm with you on that one, too. And uh, we already mentioned Georgia Southern last night. Beat be Georgia State 44-27. So that guy, both of those teams are bowl eligible, which I know uh, is certainly big for both of those schools. All right, James, great to hear from you. We'll come back and wrap things up here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. All right, we're getting on out of here in just a couple of minutes. University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Don't forget, too, uh, University Tire and Automotive. You got to go by there and make sure your car's good to go when the uh, dogs are on the road. Now, I know uh, maybe a little too late for this weekend, but anytime you're in the car. But the next two weekends we're at home, but then the dogs have uh, got a tough one coming up later on in the month against the Tennessee Volunteers. So Georgia will be headed to uh, Knoxville. But first things first, take care of business against the Gators tomorrow, a 3.30 kickoff. And uh, Dax, the, uh, the I guess the talking is done, right? We're, we're ready hay, to see this hay, game played. The hay's in the barn. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. The hay is definitely in the barn. Enjoyed it tonight, Dax. Yeah, Great man, to me too. Look forward to being back out. Uh, downtown next week, Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. Thanks so much to our man Stephen Lang, who's keeping us straight here in the control room, and our man down the hall, Evan, who has uh, been on the phones and the other stations. We appreciate both of y'all so much. Thank you. As uh, We are going to get on out of here. All right, 11.30 start time tomorrow. That'll be the uh, the opening of the tailgate show. And again, 3.30 kickoff, although with CBS, it's usually around 3.40 or so. But close enough for the dogs and the gators. Hey, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next week. For Dax, I'm Dave, and this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Go dogs. You've been listening to University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Join us here the Friday before every game to talk dogs. This has been a production of Cox Media Group Athens, Atlanta.